What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name is Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Doing great, Steve. We are a couple days here after the draft, so just digesting all of these new landing spots and winners and losers of uh, current NFL players based on how their teams did in the draft. Uh, it's an exciting time, getting really into mock season. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you're happy with how the Eagles draft unfolded. Draft plus yeah. DeAndre Swift, I guess we can throw yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. You got to kind of tack him on there. But yeah, it's a great draft just from an NFL standpoint for the Eagles. They had extra picks and they were able to execute the plan of recreating the 2021 Georgia defense, <laughs> which yeah. is, you know, by some people, the best college defense in the history of college football. So it's a good... um Good one to try to recreate if you can. And across two seasons, they have acquired five of the 11 starters on that team. Yeah, yeah. As long as you don't end up with any off-the-field character problems from... Uh, that's the that's the, that's the issue. But you got to hope that you know most teams in the top 10 aren't really relevant, let alone like, competent, let alone like, contending. Yeah. So usually you don't have maybe the best locker room presence there. I think the Eagles were in a unique position where they have a lot of good veteran leaders and Cox and Graham, Kelsey, Lane Johnson to kind of put around some young guys that maybe need a little bit more, you know, help or, or just adjustments to the NFL, learn how, about what you have to do as a pro. So I think they were just in a unique position to be able to take, you know, a, I guess you'd say a slate gamble on that portion of a guy that, you know, to most was you know a top two player in the draft when you don't count quarterbacks just because the value is different there. So yeah, I think it was great. And then most people were mocking them to take the um, defensive end outside linebacker Nolan Smith at ten, but they ended up getting a thirty. So I think you know as good of a was nice, as nice as it was to get Jalen Carter. I think most people were raving about getting Nolan Smith at thirty. Yeah, yeah, that was a big win. That was a big win for sure. Yeah, um, 49ers got a kicker, if I recall correctly. So <laughs> yeah, that's exciting, we right? Got, we got a kicker, um, and we got, I forget his name, um, but many had uh, some dude ranked as like the top safety in the draft. We ended up getting him. Yeah, I believe you yeah. got a Penn State safety there. Yeah, yeah. Jair Brown. Yep. Um, and then a uh, he'll be nothing, but we ended up getting a wide receiver in the seventh that apparently specializes in uh, um, yards after the catch, just like. Debo and Ayuk and everything, so he kind of like fits into the system. Um, I th- Bell, I think it was his last name, um, but apparently he's not very fast, which is interesting. If you're like a yak guy, usually you're pretty quick, but um, we'll see. I mean, I would be more interested in that if like we were trending towards getting rid of Ayuk or something, but we're not. So uh, yeah, just, Debo just signed recently, right? So yeah, he's there for a while. So I guess he's more of just a depth piece if, if somebody else goes down, but. Um, yeah, pretty quiet for us without, you know, first or second round picks. Um, yeah. When you trade the picks away, you know, obviously you can kind of say Christian McCaffrey is part of this draft for you. Yeah, yeah, for real. For real. Um, yeah, but I mean, the most important thing here, Steve, is that one of us won and one of us lost indeed. in our uh, draft indeed. predictions. Indeed. So it ended up being uh, 21-18, Will. Um, it was really Michael Wilson, I believe I told you, was the one that busted it open. Yes. Uh, the most anticipated draft pick, I think, for both of us the entire time here. <laughs> of, Michael Wilson, of course. Cardinals. Um, yeah, so it was um, the, the the wide receivers came through for you. Um, 
And that, that was really where you like you you made the comeback because I had the quarterbacks because I got Bryce and Stroud right for their locations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Flipping those two with you definitely hurt. Yeah, yeah. Uh early on, especially those first four picks. I mean, you had what, six points and four picks there? Yeah. Uh yeah. You know, it was a lot. Like we did uh, we did pretty good. But then the wide receivers, mm-hmm. specifically the late one, Cedric Tillman, Marvin Mims, uh in the second and third. Uh Gave you like a five point lead on the wide receivers, and then I think you had one up on me on the tight end and one up on the the, the running backs. We were pretty close on those two. Uh, yeah, they were close, and then I mean we both got hit by Will Levis falling yeah, out of the first yeah. round altogether. Yeah, that was uh, that was something else. Not and definitely not just us, considering some had him mocked for like no. the one hundred and two. Yeah, pretty wild. Yeah, um, but you know, it just tells you the NFL sometimes sees things in guys that we don't. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. You never really know. That's what makes, you know, these kind of guessing games fun. Cause you can go in there and be like, well, I think, uh, whatever Tanner McKee is going to be a first round pick and people are going to think you're stupid, but then, you know, <laughs> one team reaches and suddenly he's a first round pick and, and it doesn't matter, you know, not that he was, but you know, um, it's just, it's wild. Makes it fun. It absolutely does. Um, but today we got two mocks that we're doing. We're doing a uh, a four round single QB rookie mock, and then we're going to do a, a four round superflex rookie mock. Um, I'm pretty sure that if if memory serves, with sleeper, the fourth round usually gets pretty dicey um, with like a lot of tight ends and stuff going. Um, but fourth round is pretty irrelevant in your leagues anyway. So yes, we got the so yeah. We'll see. Maybe call out some later guys that we like, but. Good call. Yeah, yeah. We got the first one queued up. Um, you were in the 102 uh, because we have the 102 in our league, and you have uh, the, well, did you say 202 and 203? Yeah, 202 and 203 yep. in another league. In so another. be interesting to see how uh, the draft falls for a few uh, few picks there for us, and then you've got a couple picks there. Get your marks for us as well. Yeah, yeah. I got us in the the nine because we have the 109 and the 102, and or sorry, uh, 109, 209, and 210 in our other drafts. So uh, makes a lot of sense for us. With that said, are you ready to get going? Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty easy pick here at two, I think. Um, it depends on your team build, and I'll talk about that in a moment here. But as expected, Mr. Bijan Robinson goes off the board. Um, I think in, uh, that was, that's an easy pick there for the um, non-superflex. Even in superflex, I think... You're going to see him go off as the one there, um, but he'll you know likely be the top nine quarterback taken in every single draft here. With the second pick here in a non superflex league, I think it's it's pretty easily between two people, and it really I think is just split by how your team is. Most of the time, you are like a rebuilding team if you're down this far, so you're probably going to take. Uh, the receiver and, and you have Jackson Smith and Jigba, I think is kind of in a tier by himself at wide receiver. Um, but it is kind of a two player tier here across the board. when we're looking at it and the other option there is Jameer Gibbs to Detroit. Some people are a little worried about the landing spot, but after they move out, move off of Swift, it's really just him and Montgomery. Montgomery is getting, I think like 6 million roughly a year over three years. And, they could get out of that if they really want to, but it's just the first round draft capital for running back. You do not see very often. And that's something that you can't turn down. Um, he's a really good receiving back. And while David Montgomery is a good receiving back, I think we're really going to see a big impact there from Gibbs. So 
with running backs being very scarce in this draft, it's not the deepest rookie draft across the board, but running back specifically, it falls off. Given here, I'm going to take Gibbs. And now for Steve and I, we have the second pick and we're likely going to take a Jigba, but that's the situation where we're completely rebuilding. Um, if this is, a, you know, in my scenario, in, in a vacuum, I think Gibbs is the pick, but it is going to be team dependent for that. So Gibbs off the board here. JSN next. Quinton Johnston to of the Chargers. Fourth, Jordan Addison. Fifth, who that's pretty close. I actually think I have Addison in, in kind of a tier by himself there, or closer to Njigba, but Addison five, Zay Flowers to Baltimore there at six. Zach Charbonnet, 107, and a, in a really rough fantasy situation there in Seattle with Ken Walker. And then someone I think we were hoping was going to fall to us, Steve, Mr. Dalton Kincaid, goes off the board at eight. He does not get back to us, yes. Um, I was I was curious because, you know, you have the, the Lions running back curse. And I, I pulled up some old names just to see, because, like, the, the hot one right now, I mean, Andre Swift. I don't want to call him a bust yet, but was not it not turned out the way you wanted him to. And then carry on, everyone latches on to. Um, I forgot about Abdullah and uh, Javid Best and Kevin Jones. There's also Kevin Smith in there, who I don't really remember. Um, Michael Lashore. <laughs> Reggie Bush was there yeah. for a while. It's, <laughs> it's really just something It else is a who's who. <laughs> yeah, for real. It, it is wild. Um, yeah, and it's tough. I think one thing to be said that this is a much better Lions team than we've seen in a while. Their offensive line is very, very good. Um, so the, I think it definitely can support two running backs. We saw it last year with Jamal Williams playing well, and you had when Swift was healthy, him playing well. So I think they can support two backs, but yeah, there's definitely a history of, of letdowns at running back and actually a tight end as well there as they drafted a tight end a little bit later that we may talk about. Yeah. Soon Michael, uh, uh, Michael Mayer is a tight end coming up. He's not the, the one. No, I think it was Laporta. I believe. Yeah. Was the guy they got. Yeah. I believe it was Laporta. Um, Detroit. He'll come up soon. Um, Michael mm. Mayer is a tight end that could come up now. Uh, not someone I'm particularly interested in here. Like he looks like he's got a good floor not sky high upside. And that's not really what I'm interested in the first round, the one Oh nine um, there's worse picks to make. Like you're kind of in a, an if you're spot in the back of the first, um, but you know, we got a chain here who is going to have an interesting opportunity. Uh, maybe this year, you know, it could be kind of tough this year with, you know, Jeff Wilson and, and Mostert and, you know, maybe Dal- uh, Dalvin cook there. Um, but looking ahead, that could be a good spot for him. You have Anthony Richardson if you want to take the shot on the quarterback uh, with the big rushing upside. Uh, additional options we got here. We got Jonathan Mingo here, Carolina. Uh, Rasheed Rice for Kansas City. Josh Downs from Indy. Kendry Miller uh, running back for New Orleans. Marvin Mims out in Denver. Uh, so some solid options here. Um, Roshan Smith running back for Chicago. Uh, I'm between right now probably A Chain and Richardson, which I need to get out of that mindset because I'm, I'm assuming if we were here, we wouldn't be considering A Chain. Yeah, and I think, and I mean, who knows? Like, this is a definitely a good um, situation to be in to think about it, right? Uh, this is where we're really hoping that we're going to have four running backs come off the board before our pick at nine because that 
guarantees we'll get one of those top four receivers or Kincaid. And, and I think that would be kind of the dream scenario. But here, I mean, Mingo, I think, is the receiver that I'd be looking at. I think he's probably more of like a 12-ish range. So I think if this happened, this is a situation where we'd want to maybe try to trade down. Uh, obviously not doing that here in a mock draft, but still a lot of running backs available. I think someone would come up for the pick. Maybe you can even get a future first for this pick um, with two hot names at running back there in A-Chain and Spears on the board still. But yeah, I think that that would be what I'd be looking for. Otherwise, yeah, you got some, you know, kind of next tier receivers, next tier tight ends, and then some of those top running backs or, or the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it really, it's those three like A-Chain who I'm going to get rid of because that's not really what we would do. Um, and then comes out the Anthony Richardson or Mingo. Um, Anthony Richardson could easily be the pick a couple years from now and be like, oh yeah, what a steal at the 109. You know, he's lighting yeah. the world on fire. Um, yeah. A huge risk where Mingo has a ton of opportunity in Carolina, new coaching staff that I trust, a new, new quarterback. So I think I would rather pick the guy I like just a little bit earlier um, then roll the dice on Richardson. So I'm going to go with Mingo here. Um, but you know, if you want to take Deshaun or Richardson here, I don't blame you. Like I'm, I'm fine with that. And if, you know, maybe we end up in a situation, you know, in our draft where we can't trade out and, you know, we decide to go Richardson, like I'd be okay with that. But for this sake, I'm just going to draft the guy. I, I like, I agree with you. Mingo is probably more of a back end first guy, but I'm okay. Drafting him a few rounds early, um, to lock him in. So then we do have A-Chain goes, uh, Michael Mayer goes, uh, Kendrick Miller goes at the uh, back. Yeah, he's been rising up a lot. Yeah, yeah, back of the uh, first round. Uh, the 201 is Richardson, so you don't need to make that decision. Um, but you are now back on the clock. Yeah, and as we mentioned, A-Chain was kind of one of those guys in the top tier. The other guy was Taji Spears out of Tulane. Um, I know we talked about him a good bit in our own chat. Um, about some of the concerns of his when it comes to the length of his career. At this stage, if you're looking running back, I mean, he's the pick, I think. You have Tank Bigsby, third-round pick to Jacksonville, Roshan Johnson, fourth-round pick to Chicago, but there's not much else beyond that. Um, so for me here, it, I, I got this second uh, second pick in the second round from a trade from a league that I'm a contender. So Looking for running backs, I think for me, Spears would be the pick here. But if it was like a team that we were on, I think uh, a Mims second round pick to Denver would make sense for us. Um, another guy that we can kind of sit on a bit, but I think they move on from Cortland Sutton at some point soon. And beyond him, you got a lot of like the kind of smaller burn burner guys with Hyatt and Down still there, Tank Dell. Um, some guys that I think were a little lower in our rankings, but got really good capital in Rasheed Rice and Jalen Reed, Kansas City and Green Bay, respectively. Um, and then the tight ends are still there. Laporta, I think this isn't a bad spot for him if you're in need of tight end. We're going to see a lot of tight ends go here in the second round. Um, just what we did in the NFL draft, a lot of second and third round tight ends. I think we're going to see a lot of tight ends go in the rookie second round as well. Um Kincaid would be the one that I'd be looking at here at the end of the round. Meyer, Laporta, I think they're solid there, but there's no way I'm taking them over. Taji Spears, who I think, while he may not have a long career, I think he 
could burn bright here for his first uh, his rookie contract. Third round pick to Tennessee um, doesn't necessarily need to get a ton of carries in his rookie year, um, but I think he takes over for Mr. Derrick Henry at some point. So he's going to be the pick here for me, um, locking in Tajay Spears. I know there's some concerns with the ACL injuries he's had in the past and, and what some tests have shown about what his uh, knees look like right now. But I think you saw it in college. He played well, and I think he's in a good situation in, in a very light running back class in a situation where my team, I'm looking for running backs here. So Tajay Spears can be the pick after him. Tank Bigsby, Bryce Young, second quarterback off the board here. Roshan Johnson, uh, kind of the last of that tier of, of uh, running backs that went, you know, top four rounds that I think we really like. Sam Laporta, another tight end off the board we talked about. Um, and then Rasheed Rice and Marvin Mims almost gets back to you there. Yeah, this didn't really go my way. Um, judging by ADP, I thought Bryce could possibly get back to me or at least go right before me. He went early, and I was like, oh, well, I can grab Laporta. And then he went, and I was like, well, Rice and Mims are still there. Yeah. <laughs> and now, uh, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, here we are. Um, so we got Josh Downs here from Indy. Uh, you know, a lot of competition with, with Pittman and Alec Pierce and a rushing quarterback as, as well. So that could pose a problem. Um, you know, I could pull the trigger on quarterback. We got Mr. Stroud sitting there. Uh, if you like your Ohio State quarterbacks with their, you know, illustrious uh, history in the NFL. Uh, yeah, not great. No. But hopefully Justin Fields is changing that. And then maybe CJ Stroud is going to be the next pillar to fall to help change that. But definitely hasn't had a great track record. Um, I guess we'd say if you were on the clock here, this would be our third pick. I mean, you'd be sitting there with JSN and Jonathan Mingo on your team. So you'd have two solid receiver options already. Um, obviously, it doesn't mean you can't go receiver here, but I don't know if that would affect what you'd be looking to do with this pick. Yeah, if we were looking at mm, us specifically, and that's what happened. We had JSN and we had Mingo, um, or even JSN like Kincaid. I would probably look to Stroud. Not that, like, you know, he worries me. A, a bit but it makes sense for our team and you know again josh downs a lot of competition you know unknown quarterback jalen reed's got uh dobbs and, and watson there and an unknown quarterback um jalen hyatt's kind of interesting because from a competition standpoint and the lack thereof <laughs> um luke musgrave kind of falls in the same category as jalen reed's you know more competition questions at quarterback yeah um, a lot of people like um craft the other um, tight end that Green Bay drafted. I've heard a lot of people calling out that this could be a Baltimore situation where they drafted Hayden Hurst in the first round and then Mr. Mark Andrews in the second round. They got Musgrave in the second and Kraft in the third. So interesting that they took two there and then see what happens. But yeah, yeah, it's different. Um, it's different. So I think like for us here, like I would grab Stroud. Um, and then if we still had the 210, you know, maybe I, you know, mm-hmm. I'll look at a Musgrave or a Kraft or um, Cedric Tillman would not the worst yeah, option. Yeah, said Hyatt wouldn't be in a bad spot there either. Yeah, like, it'd probably we walk, be... we walk away here with Smith and Jigba, Jonathan Mingo, and and you know a, a Hyatt, and then you know looking for a tight end there. What yep. three hundred five? I think we have in the third round. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, I think that's what I would do. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in Stroud now. 
um, Downs does go, Reed and Hyatt round out the second, and the start of the third is Mr. Musgrave. Yeah, and that would be would have been nice there for like one of the guys like Hyatt to fall down. With Stroud off the board, I'm not really thrilled about any of the rest. I mean, Poker, I think, wouldn't be bad in like the fourth round. Levis will probably go somewhere here in the second, but I'm not a huge fan of his. So not looking at quarterback here. Um, still some running backs on the board after the, the run ended there with Roshan Johnson. Um, Abanacanda out of Pitt. He's a fifth round pick to the Jets, um, which doesn't look great, but I honestly, I liked him coming out, and I think he could give um, give Carter a run for just getting some work there as the second back. I think he's more of an all-around guy. Um, so I, I like what you could get out of an Abanacanda. Uh, you know, he's fast, he's burst. He, he wasn't as powerful, but I think he's someone that you could work with and, you know, build up. Um, if we're looking at running backs, it's at that point, you're looking at later guys. I think Zach Evans has an opportunity and that with the Rams, six round pick. So don't love the draft capital, but with running backs, you're only looking at that first contract anyway. <clears throat> so here in the third round, you're just getting guys that you hope can contribute. And I think he's got a shot, um, to compete with Kyron Williams and then, you know, could cover a role. There's not a ton of other running backs available mcbride hull gray are all interesting guys but going to clear backup situations with the receiver position we said yeah hyatt was off the board and downs and reed um so we'd be looking at i think kind of the last few receivers that i like in cedric tillman out of tennessee he went to cleveland uh, and then tank dell uh, out of Houston, went to Houston again with the Texans, so pairs up with Mr. C.J. Stroud. He is someone that I think could be interesting. He, You're betting on an outlier with him because he is just very small from just like a, a weight standpoint. I think he's only 160 pounds. Yeah, he's like 5'8", 165. So pretty small and light. Um, so definitely an outlier that you need to see hit. Probably ends up being maybe better for CJ Stroud's fantasy value than his own. Um, he could be like a Deshaun Jackson type of player, but he's actually substantially smaller than Jackson, which is crazy to think. So I think he could be more of that helps his team and his quarterback more than his own fantasy value. So he, he, a lot of upside there. I think for me, I, I would look to bet on Cedric Wilson. Um, if I'm going with, I'm sorry, Cedric Tillman. Cedric Wilson was a Cowboys receiver, right? Yes, Cowboys Cedric receiver. A and then Cedric Wilson <laughs> Sr. was a 49er long, long ago. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I'd rather take a shot on a third round receiver in Tillman over the running backs and the quarterbacks. So I'd really be debating between him and one of the kind of early capital tight ends. I think I like guys that are going into clear backup roles from a talent perspective in Washington and Kraft. Washington goes to Pittsburgh behind Fryermuth. Kraft goes to Green Bay, um, possibly behind Musgrave. We'll see. And they have Brenton Strange, a second-round pick, going to Jacksonville. So there's some opportunity there. And Shoemaker, probably with one of the better destinations in Dallas in second round capital. 
but he was just not that highly rated and not highly expected from a fantasy perspective. I think he's going to be a good blocker and maybe better help to his uh, NFL team. So for me, I think it would be a craft to Green Bay or Tillman. And I think Tillman's the pick here. He kind of comes in, I think at worst case, he's the wide receiver four. But you've got Mark Cooper, who's aging. And I know we were saying that in Dallas for a few years. And he comes out and looks great. But you, you got to imagine, you know, you're probably coming towards the back end of his career. Um, a lot of excitement around our boy, Elijah Moore. But new team and has been inconsistent. So I don't think yeah, you're guaranteeing that he's going to be uh, better than Tillman. And then none of them. People's Jones has been good, but not great. I think there's promise there. So there's definitely opportunity for Tillman to carve out a role. And as the offense tries to build around Deshaun Watson, I think there's definitely definitely value there. So it's going to be Tillman here for me. Lock him in at the 302. After him, Darnell Washington, Chase Brown, Cincinnati running back now. Brenton Strange, another tight end. Israel Abanaconda to the Jets. Dallas's Luke Schoonmaker goes, and then Deuce Vaughn, another running back, going to Dallas. Yeah, I was, uh, I was hoping um, uh, Schoonmaker made to me. Uh, I thought that would be interesting. You know, third round, you just take a dart throws at this point, right? Um, yeah, a, a Dallas tight end is not a bad thing to be taking a dart throw on. Um, no, not at all. Not at all. So, uh, taking a look, um, Keishan Boutte is here. Um, you know, lots of opportunity there, uh, in new England. Um, Eric gray, I don't think is that bad of a pick here. Um, I don't think he's like set the, you know, going to set the world on fire, but you know, Barkley is not exactly injury free throughout his career. Um, does not have a long-term contract. Um, so, you know, Maybe Barkley goes down for a little bit. He earns himself, you know, not the role, but maybe the role in the future. They let Barkley walk. Um, the possibility exists, I think. Um, you do still got um, Will Levis here, who I think would be interesting if I didn't pick Stroud earlier. Um, and then uh, Mr. Kraft is still here that you had mentioned earlier. Um, and then uh, Hendon Hooker. I think this is probably when you could start looking at his way. Uh, definitely a quarterback that's going to be sitting for a little while, um, at least a year, you would assume. I mean, maybe if the Lions are bad and you know he's completely healed, you could see him in the back end of the year. But I would doubt it because I assume the Lions are going to be pretty good this year. Um, so I think this is where I would take my shot on Kraft. Um, take another, you know, I haven't gotten a tight end yet. You know, if I had... You know, if we swapped out Mingo for Kincaid earlier in the first, then you know, I probably wouldn't be doing this. But to take a shot on a tight end, you know, like you said, they, they got a, a Hurst Andrews type situation. We'll see who emerges. Uh, definitely the worst uh, options deck here in the, in the back of the third. So I'll throw a dart at a tight end and see what happens. Um, mentioned Will Levis, he went right after me and Mr. Gray. Um, so I guess I was thinking along the lines of sleeper here. Um, yeah, sleepers. Must have been listening to you, it seems like. Yeah, for real. Um, Mallory, the tight end out of Indy, went with the last pick of the third round, and then uh, Booty went 4-0-1. You are on the clock with your last pick. Yeah, so still some interesting options available. A couple of guys, I think, maybe that from a draft capital standpoint went, um, but I don't know that I would have loved to take them 
over some guys still here. Um, Levis goes, which I'm happy about. I didn't want to have to make that decision because he probably is going to get a chance to start in Tennessee. Um, but I just not a huge fan, but we'll see, you know, with the opportunity there at four, two, it's not, not something you can just pass over. So hooker is somebody that's interesting in Detroit. You're basically redshirting him for the whole year. Maybe he comes back you know, and, and can show something a little bit at the end of the year, but it seems like it's going to be golf for sure. Second round capital, but quarterback, you're not really thrilled about that. I'm sorry. Third round capital, I believe for a friend and hooker. Um, so I'd be looking here at some of these running backs. You have Zach Evans, as I mentioned, six round capital going to the Rams. You have Evan Hull in Indy, who I think is a pretty good handcuff for any of you, um, Jonathan Taylor owners out there, but fifth round capital, he is a solid running back, not great, but solid. And here in the fourth round, I think he's going to make a team. Um, a couple of interesting undrafted guys, Sean Tucker goes to Tampa Bay and there's definitely opportunity there at Syracuse and then uh Voliday out of Arizona state, another running back going to Houston undrafted. Um, if I'm taking a running back here, it would probably be Evans or Hull. Um, McBride, McBride is somebody I think a lot of people were high on and he only got seventh round draft capital. So that really hurt him. Um, am I misreading or is tank Dell still available? I don't see him in the sleeper, though. Yeah, I I have searched Dell. Oh, yeah, there he is. There he is. Wow, way far down there. So, I mean, if he's still here, that's definitely someone I think I'd have to take a shot on. Third round capital. You're betting on an outlier, but, I mean, he's got all the talent to do it if he can. And in the fourth round, I think he's too good to pass up. I like Scott, who went to Chicago. You know, you have TJ Moore there, but still some opportunity for, for targets. Don't really love any of the tight ends left, the quarterbacks left. So taking a shot on one of those late draft capital running backs or a third-round receiver who I think is, you know, going to be pretty stuck on the team for a bit. So this late in the draft, I think, you know, don't mind taking a shot on a guy like that. Um, so we're going to go ahead and draft Mr. Tank Dell. After Tank, Hendon Hooker, Cameron Latu, Dorian Thompson, Clayton Toon, Edson Bennett, and Tanner McKee. So we've got a quarterback run there, Steve. Get ready for our Superflex draft coming up. Yeah, I remember when I said Sleeper does stupid things in the fourth round? <laughs> there it is. That's it right there. Um, so, uh, yeah, quite interesting. Uh, this is where I would... Uh, like to see the free agent pool and see if I could draft a free agent instead of a player. Um, you know, some dynasty leagues let you do that. Can you kind of get a little go a little heads up on, on, on free agency if you have it locked? Um, that's what we have done from time to time. Uh, mm-hmm. But for me here, um, I'd much rather add a, a wide receiver because I feel like a, a late round wide receiver dart throws is more likely than a uh, a running back. Dart throw. Yeah, I think um, you have the draft capital still in their favor too. Most of the running backs left. They didn't really get great draft capital across the board, but it's really not a ton of capital NFL draft capital left in, in these guys. Yeah, I mean the two. There's three. I'm I'm looking at on ADP right now. Like Zach Evans, uh, he could have a lot of opportunity if Acres 
go, you know, regresses, you know, his end of the year was just kind of a one-off thing to happen and he regresses, maybe there's opportunity. And then, uh, Chris Rodriguez, if Gibson continues not to be anything and Brian Robinson doesn't materialize, but you know, they're, they're deeper dart throws. Um, meanwhile, you got like Tyler Scott here from Chicago with not a ton of competition, uh, Michael Wilson, who has a lot of competition, but you know, maybe if, if Hopkins gets traded eventually, you know, something opens up, um, Parker Washington in Jacksonville, uh, Trey Tucker in, uh, in Vegas, you know, Adams, you know, me and you were talking about Renfro and maybe the decline. There's also been trade rumors around Renfro. So maybe there's some opportunity there for him. Um, Darius Davis with the chargers, Xavier Hutchinson with, uh, with Houston, uh, AT Perry ends up in, uh, new Orleans. That could be interesting in a, a post, um, Michael Thomas role. I don't, they didn't draft anyone else, right? Not receiver wise. I don't think no. So their receiver room is Olave, Michael Thomas, someone else. I mean, there's a lot of opportunity for A.T. Perry to, to be something <laughs> um, there. That that's not a bad situation. Um, in fact, that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna place my bet there. And then uh, uh, just more irrelevant picks here at the end: Allen, Dugan, and uh, Jay Hall. Uh, that's not that bad though. Four twelve, getting a quarterback in Minnesota is not too bad. Um, but the rest of the, the fourth round, pretty weird. Um, so we'll want to run down your four picks there. Yeah. So picking out of the two slot here, Jameer Gibbs at one Oh two Tajay Spears at two Oh two Cedric Tillman at three Oh two and tank Dell at four Oh two. Okay. And I was drafting out of the nine spot. I got uh Mingo there with the one Oh two Stroud two or sorry, one Oh nine um, Stroud with the two Oh nine craft with the three Oh nine and Mr. AT Perry with the four Oh nine. So ready to pivot to the Superflex. Yeah. Flipping over to Superflex now. Sleep, super flex next. <laughs> okay. So I am in the five. Will is in the eight. Let's get this one started. And, uh, Bijan does go first. Yeah, I think we're seeing that often. Yeah, so I'm in the interesting spot. It was Bijan, Richardson, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud. So uh, I am not getting one of the top quarterbacks. Um, we have, uh, I mean, it's pretty much where you were in the last in the last one, yeah, right? Yeah, it's crazy to think, right? Yeah, the one oh, uh, the the one oh two. So I, I'm going. I'm going to go ahead and do something different. I don't want to replicate your Switch draft it up. and I'm, I'm worried that's what's going to happen. So I'm going to go JSN. Um, what's there to say? Like he's one of the highest rated, you know, yeah. wide receivers. Um, his landing spots. Interesting. There's a lot of competition around him, but I think common consensus is Lockett will be on his way out the door here in the next year or two. And then you could see JSN start taking over um, in a, Absent of that, I probably would go Gibbs. Like if we, if we didn't do the the draft a minute ago and you weren't in the one hundred two, I'd, I'd probably go Gibbs in in reality, depending on the team. But uh, to mix it up, I'm going to go JSN. Gibbs, of course, goes right after, um, and then Quinton Johnston goes right there. So I'm assuming you're looking at Mr. Addison. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely been kind of working his way up my rankings and is 
kind of one of my guys that you'd stamp here uh, beyond those top few. Um, he's a little undersized, 5'11", 173, I think, were his, his kind of size numbers. But, man, he is one of the few, like, young receivers. He's only 21 right now. His route running, great. Speed is great. He just seems like a really high floor guy. Now, the ceiling probably capped in Minnesota. Going to be playing, you know, across from Mr. Justin Jefferson who is probably looking for a very big contract coming up soon. But I think the landing spot is great, right? You're going to be able to get the secondary coverages, and I think he's going to benefit from that. A lot of targets opening up with, I think, over 100 with uh, Adam Thielen leaving. So it's really just Hawkinson is like his main competition. You have receiver, you got Jalen Rager and KJ Osborne. So I think he'll be able to step in and really get on the field pretty quickly. Um, so you're going to see it early. He's just, I think, in a great situation. I, I really liked Flowers, too, but I don't love the Baltimore landing spot with a, just more competition there. New offense, right, and new offensive coordinator. So maybe they change it up. Maybe they can make more receivers relevant. But, man, it's really just been Mark Andrews and the running game has really been all you've been able to get out of fantasy football from there. So. Definitely tough to see, but yeah, pretty easy pick here to lock in Mr. Addison. After Addison, Zay Flowers goes, Zach Charbonnet, Dalton Kincaid, Will Levis, another quarterback off the board to round out the first, Michael Meyer, Devon A-Chain, Jonathan Mingo, and Josh Downs. I I was hoping Will Levis found a way. I was... I was looking at the ADP and I was like, man, if he can get past 112, you end up with, you know, three teams that went quarterback, they weren't going to double up. But alas, it is not to be. Um, no, not meant to be. So I think for me, I'm going to go Kendra Miller here. You had mentioned he's flying up the boards. Um, he's going to have a lot of opportunity there in New Orleans. I already got the running back or I got the wide receiver. So I think the running back's pretty solid. Um Outside of that, I'd probably be looking at maybe Mims um, as a good option. I do hate passing this by like, not getting a quarterback, but like I'm not reaching. Like This feels like a reach for Hooker, and I'm not willing to do it. So I'm going to go Kendra Miller here, add myself a running back with tons of opportunity. Uh, I think it's, that's a pretty good value for him. Um, she Rice goes, Tajay Spears, and you're back up. Yeah, and, and Hooker was someone that I was – debating if I got, if a few guys didn't fall. Um, and, and though I guess the way it worked out, there's still, there's like three guys I wanted and only one Tajay Spears went. So it comes down for me to kind of the last two guys in a tier, Mr. Sam Laporta in Detroit, um, who I think, especially year one, we don't usually see tight ends step up too early, but there could be some targets to be had with, the suspension looming for Jamison Williams, um, but you got a lot of running backs involved there. So you're probably going to be waiting a little bit on both of these picks. And then Marvin Mims, another guy out of Oklahoma goes to Denver, probably going to be waiting a little bit on him, fortunately, but you know, speed quickness. He's got great hands. Um, he's one of the other guys that's younger. This is a very older class. Um, but another guy that's very small, physicality is is a question mark for him. 5'11", 183. So small relatively to the NFL, but yeah, one of the bigger guys in this class, crazy enough. 
So I come down to those two. Um, I think I lean Mr. Laporta here. I think he landed in a good spot, but I think he is just, you know, coming from one of the powerhouse tight end schools in Iowa. We've got so many elite tight ends in the league here from Iowa that I, I just Mims is, t- is tempting, but I think there's a tear break there after tight ends. Musgrave's good. You know, the rest of them are good, but I think Meyer and the Porter are kind of in their own tier two for tight end. Um, whereas Mims is kind of the start of that. I guess you'd say like third or fourth tier beyond Mingo in the top four. So there's still quite a few receivers I like left, and Laporta I think is a is a step above. So we're gonna lock in Mr. Sam Laporta here. After him, Tank Bigsby goes. Marvin Mims, we talked about Hendon Hooker at two eleven. Figured he was gonna go. Roshan Johnson goes at twelve. Jalen Reed, Jalen Hyatt back to back to start the round. Luke Musgrave and Mr. Chase Brown. Um, now, one the caveat here, I think. These drafts, and we, you know, we're saying we're waiting on quarterback here. We're taking a quarterback here. These drafts are going to be very dependent on your team, right? You know, I was still to get Addison at eight, but if I needed a quarterback, that's a situation where I've got to go quarterback, right? Maybe even, you know, not great capital, but you probably don't take him over JSN or Gibbs. But if you really need quarterback, you may see somebody do it. I think, you know, eight, nine, ten, that's probably a decent spot for Levis where we both drafted in the second round. Probably not a horrible spot for Hooker if you need a quarterback. So that was a uh, that was a bit of a roller coaster for me because I was sitting here watching. I was looking at uh, Sleeper ADP, and it had Hooker five people down. And it just so happened that I was five picks away once you remove all the people that already have quarterbacks. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'm going to get Hooker. And I was like, wait, I'm not counting Will's pick. That means he's only four away and team one's going to get him. But, uh, and then you went Laporta, who was outside of that top five. So I was back on on board for Hooker. And then he went three picks later. <laughs> so Yeah. It's one of those things, too. It's not like redraft and it's not like one quarterback league. So I, you know, you're going to see teams that take Bryce Young at 103 and Will Levis at 203 just because quarterbacks yeah. are king in, in these types of leagues. And I think that's what I'm going to do here. Like, I like. Cedric Tillman. Uh, I like uh, Schumacher. We said Eric Gray wasn't bad. Um, we have different options, but I'd rather not leave this draft without a quarterback. So I'm guess I'm going to reach because I don't know that he would get to me. I'm, I'm assuming he wouldn't, but I'm going to go Stenson Bennett. Uh, he's not... I mean, he's obviously not like in line for a starting job like Bryce and Stroud are. Um, he is more in the Will Levis category of I got a capable guy in front of me that I need out of the way. Um, he is in a worse spot because Tannehill is definitely on the decline and is going to be out of here <clears> soon where Stafford could still play. He's just getting hurt a lot and he worries me. So I, there's a world where Stafford, again, I've, I've said this a couple of times, Stafford retires after this year. Bennett's the guy. Stafford plays two more years and Bennett's the guy. And, and these are the kind of shots that you got to take in a super flex league because his value is going to go through the roof. He's going to get drafted. I don't think he gets back to me. And if I need it, you know, maybe if I, I'm really set on quarterback, you know, maybe I have Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, you know, your team, but converted to a super flex. <clears throat> I'm not doing this unless, you know, maybe I want to get him and, and try to trade somebody else, you know, sure. But, uh, 
if I'm not in the best spot, maybe I have Josh Allen and Jimmy Garoppolo or in and whoever, some irrelevant dude, uh, Minshew, then yeah, I'll, I'll take another shot on a quarterback or something. So I'm going to jump on him a little bit. Uh, I don't know where he would actually go, but uh, we're not going to find out because I'm locking him in. I'm getting my quarterback. Uh, we have back-to-back tight ends. Mr. Washington goes, and then Schumacher goes back-to-back. 306, 307, you're back up. All right, so you would you have gone? Going. Would you have gone, Bennett? No, I'm okay. not a big Stetson Bennett fan. I okay. don't think he's going to hang out in the NFL. Probably I mean, not. most of these guys beyond Hooker probably aren't, and you're yeah, just taking yeah, yeah. shots. Yep. The, the situation makes sense. There's a couple of other guys I like a little bit better that I don't know that I'm taking here, but you know, wouldn't mind taking a shot on in the fourth round. But I just think there's too many other players that are still available here for me. That I wouldn't pass up. You got Nabanaconda at running back, I think is one of the last few that is really appealing. Um, Tillman, Dale, both still there here in the third round. And I think what we have, uh, Shoemaker and Wright both go. So I think Kraft is, is one that I really like here. And I talked about him earlier. I think he's going to be the pick for me here. It, it definitely. Tough, you know, Vanikanda solid fifth round pick though. Um, so you're really looking at receiver and a guy like Tillman or Dell picked them both last round. So draft capital is not too different. And I do think there's a chance that Kraft ends up being the better of the two. Uh, both Musgrave and Kraft are very good prospects, but I think this is a decent spot to take a shot on him. And there's still, you know, plenty of other guys available, a couple of later quarterbacks that I think I like a little bit better. Um, so Gonna go ahead and lock in Mr. Kraft here if I can find him. There he is. So Tucker Kraft, wow, tight end run here. Brenton Strange, Will Mallory, Cedric Tillman, Kayshawn Boutte, Mr. Dorian Thompson for Cleveland, another quarterback. Cameron Latou, Israel Abanakanda, and Davis Allen. Yeah, uh, a lot of the guys that I talked about still on the board because this tight end yeah. nonsense that's been happening here. Uh, let's see here. I wish I could sort by quarterbacks, but I can't. Not that I need any, but I just want to see who else is here. Jaron Hall out of Minnesota um, falls in that Bennett category of like the guy in front of you could be gone, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. Um, Clayton Toon. I mean, unless Kyler. I don't know. Goes crazy. I mean, Kyler's an interesting character, but like Toon, probably no shot, really. Um, Tanner McKee, I don't even understand why they did that. Like, do they have room on the quarterback depth chart? For uh, him? They have Mariota, who's a backup this year, maybe next year. And then they have, um, what's his name? Guy out of Notre Dame, Ian Book, who was okay. But right. like at that point, it's just, hey, get a developmental guy. Yeah. Fifth round pick, maybe fifth or sixth. Yeah, so something like that. You're taking a shot on a developmental guy. Still, kind of seems like you know you're burning a pick, but yeah, yeah, not, not the too worst much you can do from there. Yeah, yeah. Max uh, Duggan for Chargers, no chance. Um, oh, there's the 49ers guy, Ronnie Bell. He was the I think seventh round pick with the the good yak guy. Um, so yeah, there's really not a lot in the way of quarterbacks. Um, Aiden O'Connell. Went to Vegas. If you're not a big Jimmy G guy, plus Jimmy G gets hurt a lot, maybe. But eh, that, that seems like a stretch to pass up on someone. Um, 
like a Tyler Scott in Chicago, like a Eric Gray backing up Barkley, um, Deuce Vaughn with opportunity there with, with Zeke gone. Um, there's just too many options like that. Um, the last time, what I do? I did AT Perry last time. Uh, I will do Trey Tucker this time. Um, see if we can step into some opportunity there in Vegas. But you just throw in darts at this point. You know, there's not a lot of wrong decisions. Um, Hall did go right after me, and then Tune right after that. You are up with your final pick. Yeah, so you kind of hit on the three quarterback. I was looking at Hall here. Hall was one of them, fifth round guy out of BYU to Minnesota. Um, and all of these guys are kind of in the same boat. Decent mid-round quarterbacks that are behind, you know, average age to maybe a little bit older quarterbacks. Um, so Hall, Minnesota, makes sense. The other two, um, Jake Hayner, who out of Fresno State, went to New Orleans. Uh, I think it's a good spot for him to sit back and learn for a couple of years and then see if Derek, how Derek Carr performs. I do like that landing spot. And then Aiden O'Connell, another guy he hit on out of Purdue. He was just a kind of a good quarterback, you know, not great, but a good quarterback. Fourth round draft capital to Vegas is pretty solid as well. Um, I'll go Hayner here. I liked him pre-draft more, but Aiden O'Connell, Darren Hall, I think are good. And, and Jake Hayner are all good, you know, third, fourth round targets, in, you know, in a super flex league here. Uh, but locking in Mr. Jake Hayner out of New Orleans, Tanner Key goes. Mr. Max Duggan, Deuce Vaughn, and Braden Willis to round out the draft. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so my team, again, drafting out of the 105 uh, was JSN, Kendra Miller, uh, Mr. Bennett, and Trey Tucker. Your team, 108? Yeah, Jordan Addison, Sam Laporta, Tucker Craft, and Jake Hayner. It's funny how different Superflex is because the quarterbacks yeah. go early. Then, but once you get past those first three, it's pretty much the same draft with just a couple random pepper in a few quarterbacks. Yeah, you throw in a few, you know, your your late kind of hooker dudes um, that you don't really know what's going to happen with in there once in a while. And after that, it's just the same yeah. draft mostly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And, and and you know, if you're doing a back to back, sleeper ADP isn't going to update too much doesn't really take too many liberties itself either. So you're probably going to have similar drafts even when you're going super flex. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, Hey, well, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Um, next, uh, you want to do a dynasty startup for our next one? Yeah. It's been a while since we've done one of those. It's been That'd a very be long time. Yeah. So that'll be next. Uh, that'll be like two weeks from now. Um, that'll be fun. So, yeah. Look forward to that Dynasty Startup mock draft in a couple weeks. And until then, folks, trust your board.